Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God on Launch Podcast, and we are past 100 mark. That's it is just amazing. I never thought that this podcast will reach over 100 episodes. That is so crazy. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening and, you know, listening every week. I mean, that's um, it's truly something special. And I can't really say thank you enough for doing that. And um, But I'm really happy about how this podcast has turned out. And um, it's just so much fun to talk to all the guests that we got and share how they share their stories and share their knowledge. But uh, on today's episode, we are talking to Alexis Diamond. And um, this episode, I mean, it is really near and dear to me because we get to talk about the shift that I'm kind of making in my business as well. Because, you know, the messaging has changed over the last couple of years. Um, it's not been like one specific thing. I'm Obviously, launching is the umbrella of it all. But how my approach to launching has been constantly changing a little bit. And Alexis and I, we talk about, well, she's a self-trust business coach, by the way. And if you don't know what that means, that means that we basically need to trust ourselves a little bit more and do the things that we want to do for ourselves instead of listening to what everybody else is telling us to do. And this is something that I'm teaching as well right now. This is the way that I think we should be launching, doing our business, running our business uh, instead of trying to do what everyone else is telling us to do. Obviously, there's right in everything they're saying. Everything works, but that doesn't mean we have to do it the way they tell us to do. We can take bits and pieces and make it work for us. We need to basically create our own business in the way that we want it to be. And that's what Alexis has done as well. She just uh, pivoted her business on being a health coach, health and fitness coach, and then going into becoming a self-trust business coach. And we have a really interesting conversation around this. And obviously we dive into a little bit of energy, talking, human design, all that stuff, all that jazz. And I, I find this conversation really, truly interesting. And I think you're going to get a lot out of it because let's just get into it. Shall we? Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. All right, welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Miskor, and today I am joined with Alexis Diamond. Welcome, Alexis. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have you here, actually, because we just talked a little bit before we jumped on, and it feels like this is so aligned with what I want to talk about, and it's so aligned with what you want to talk about. So I think this is going to be a super great episode. I'm really excited. Um, but before we get started, though, obviously, I want you to just kind of introduce yourself, you know, tell us who you are, who you help and how you help them. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a self-trust business coach. Um, for the longest time, I was a health coach before I made this pivot over into self-trust business coaching. And it's one of those things where like, you say the title and people are like, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about, right? Like, what even is that? 
But what I do is I help online service-based entrepreneurs really take their power back and get back aligned and back in tune with the message that they have so that they can build their business the way that they were supposed to build it Mm -hmm. instead of the way that all of the gurus and all of the different strategies and hacks out there have now conditioned them to build it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I honestly love the name self-trust business coach, but I totally get it that not everybody might know what that means, but um, it makes sense to me and I love it. Yes. <laughs> makes sense to me too. Yeah. But you said that you haven't always been this, obviously. So this is something that you changed to recently, um, but you want to tell your story a little bit before you actually got to this point and how that, how you got to that point. Yeah, absolutely. So I was in health and fitness forever, right? Since about my early 20s, I had a brick and mortar studio um, before I moved into the online space. And when I moved into the online space, I was super lost, as most of us are (laughs) when we first get started in the online space. We're just like, oh, we want to help people. And, you know, then you come and you're just getting hit with all of these messages left and right, you know, um, from the different coaches and, you know, the different blogs that are out there. So finally, what I decided I was going to do was hire this really well-known, really high ticket uh, business and marketing coach who specifically worked with health coaches. Mm -hmm. And she, I was, I was so sure it was the six month program. I was like, I'm going to come into this program. I'm going to do all the things because I was always, you know, that type A overachiever. (laughs) I'll do the, I'll follow the rules. I'll do the things (laughs) to get the A. And um, yeah, so I hopped in there. I got six months of the program done in six weeks and I launched my health coach signature program. And within the first month, I realized that there was something wrong with Mm -hmm. the situation. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that it shouldn't be this hard Mm -hmm. what I was doing. So I got into a little bit of the personal development stage of entrepreneurship that everybody comes to at some point. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Right? We all do. We all do. But it's for the better, obviously. Of course. Of course. So I was like, okay, it's got to be my money mindset. So I joined a transformational program specifically to work on my money mindset. And within the first few weeks in that program, it just hit me that the reason I was having to try so hard and I was burning out and the rest of my life was falling apart just to try to keep this business together had nothing to do with my money mindset. It was all about the strategies that I had been given to build my business and the fact that they were so far out of alignment with everything that I stood for Mm -hmm. that it was never going to work. And I think that's such an important, you know, thing to touch upon is that it wasn't aligned for you. But Mm -hmm. that being said, everything that this, coach was teaching you there's nothing wrong with that Um, obviously it works and it works for a lot of people but it's like you said this wasn't aligned with you this is what you wanted to do and therefore you got the results that you got yeah absolutely and and that gotta hurt you because you were like i want to get the a like you said you know right and you don't get it and it's like what is wrong with me what am i doing wrong here 
And then you see everybody else who's in the program having like all this success and mm-hmm. having these crazy testimonials and, you know, you're doing the things and you're like, oh, it's got to be something that's wrong with me. But one of the things that you touched on is one of the things I talk about a lot, you know, there's nothing wrong with the strategy coaches and the marketing coaches and the hacks, right, that are out there. What it is, is they're teaching you what worked for them. Exactly. Yes. And that's great. That's beautiful. That's a great thing. But you're not them, Mm -hmm. right? You're not, your missions are not the same. So to think that there is only this one way is where a lot of people get stuck in that overthinking and procrastination and the burnout. So that was definitely a tough lesson to learn. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's, you know, even though it's a tough lesson, it's a really important lesson to learn. And you know, I think this is something that we see more and more of the entrepreneurs coming today is that, you know, the I feel like it's a little bit old and outdated way of thinking when it comes to online marketing that we have to do what everyone is telling us to do when we actually mm-hmm. need to just listen to ourselves and do the things that we want to do. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us, we all know that. Mm -hmm. Right. There's always like this point where even when you're stuck in overthinking an answer, you know what the answer is. It's just about being in a place where you can be like, I'm going to do this because it's what feels good. And I'm going to trust that this is what's right for me, even though people think I'm crazy. Yeah. Which people think think most online entrepreneurs are crazy (laughs) anyway. (laughs) But I think that we kind of need to go through all of this. Uh, just to kind of understand that we can actually do things the way we want to do. Because if you don't go through these challenges, you won't actually know what you want to do. So you need to kind of try things out, test things out, get a feel for it, you know, just to know what you want and what you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I even had one of my mentors when I had decided to make this pivot and we were really like crafting everything and just kind of working with like the mission. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he even said that when he first started, he learned all these systems and strategies and he was so scared to put his own spin on it Mm because he thought if he did, he would break it. And that's almost what, well, it's not even almost, that was what my older coaches were teaching us. Like if we tried everything that they told us to do and we're like, it's not working, (laughs) it doesn't feel (laughs) right. They're like, well, then you must just have a limiting belief that's Mm -hmm. getting in the way. And that was their answer to everything. And I remember when I exited that program, um, I did like a live, you know, you do like a graduation live. And I just, I put it all out there. I, you know, was telling them, was like, go to the coaches, listen to them, take their expertise for what it is, but don't give your power away. Mm -hmm. Like this is your business. And there's a big difference between not doing something out of fear and not doing something because it's out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And it's getting to know the difference between those two things that really can transform your business. And how have you realized that you can see the difference between those two? Honestly, everybody sees it differently, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody is going to experience those nudges and those knowings in a different way. For me, I've always been the type of person that's just kind of like, 
what's that saying? Where like you jump off the cliff and build a plane on the way down, right? That's how I've lived my whole life. So for me, it's been a lot of deconditioning, a lot of getting rid of stories about myself and about my business and about how we need to do things. I know um, what a mentor that we share talks a lot about how we're raised with this employee mindset. Mm-hmm. And that employee mindset is follow the rules, do the things, you'll get the success. When entrepreneurship is literally the exact opposite of that, right? <laughs> so it takes so much time to decondition. And the more you decondition, the more you get to know who you are under all of that, the more you're going to be able to know what your truth is versus what everybody else's truth is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I know what helped a lot for me was, you know, just to get a human design reading. I know people might not know what human design reading is, but it is basically just a way of learning more about yourself, I guess. Mm-hmm. You can say it real simplistic. And that helped me just to understand that it's okay to be who you are and do the way the things you've always done them because that's the way you meant to do them. There's nothing Absolutely. wrong with it. And just how should I put it, just to kind of own that and just go with that instead of trying to push yourself to do things. Like you said, you know, the way the gurus, the experts and all of other people telling you to do it, you're just going to, yeah, you're going to stop you. You're not going to get that progress or that momentum that you're looking for. Yeah. And if anything, you're wasting time, right? Yeah. All of this time that's spent trying to force somebody else's way, when if we just let go, and just trusted that we already know what we're supposed to do and that our path is going to be what it's going to be, then we would get there faster. It's that gripping, that holding on to how things were or how we think they should be that keeps us stuck. Now, with human design, you're going to get me to geek out a little bit. Totally <laughs> <laughs> fine. Totally fine. Human design was actually one of the biggest factors in me realizing what I was meant to do versus what I was doing, because Mm -hmm. I am, I'm a splenic projector, right? And we're about 18 to 20% of the population when most people are some form of generator. So not to get like super technical into this, but for us, we're supposed to work less Mm -hmm. and like rest more and help guide the energy types on how to use their truth and their energy and everything that it is about them to make their life easier while still being in alignment. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I found out I was a projector at first, I was like, what do you mean? I don't have energy to go all day long. (laughs) Like, (laughs) What do you mean? I can't pull 12 hour days. Well, that explains the caffeine addiction, right? Uh So as I started deconditioning and getting more in touch with that, it was part of what it's just another thing that adds to that higher self-awareness. And Mm. the more you can know yourself, the more you can trust yourself. Yeah. And that description kind of fits so perfectly with what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. It was like spot on. I know. It's wild. I got my first human design reading and she's like, you're supposed, she's like, what it, what I'm kind of seeing here is that like, you're supposed to lead people to their truth through your truth. And I was like, mind blown. Right. <laughs> and I was like, she didn't know anything about me. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is it. This is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we kind of digressed a little bit there, but um, obviously all that helped you 
to realize that you were not moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then you started to realize, okay, what am I supposed to do? How, how did you, was it the human design reading that kind of led you on the right path or was it something else that helped you guide that way? So for me, there's a lot of stubbornness in, in letting go of things. It's, it's one of those things that I kind of have that internal battle with myself a lot. And I had actually started working with a new business coach and he was much more about holding space for your higher self. Right. So like, yeah, there's rules out there, but like, are there you know, rules out there? So it was through talking with him and realizing that I had one story. I had one story about myself that was keeping me in my old niche, right? In my health coaching field and not letting me fully step into what I wanted to step into. And as ridiculous as it is, you know, it was that I had it in my head that I could not help other entrepreneurs do anything mm-hmm. until I was a millionaire. Right. So like, you had to I was, be the successful yeah. entrepreneur before you could help any other Yes, absolutely. I was like, I had to build this epic health coaching business. And then finally, once I did that, I could move into what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in that space, like I said, for like five months. Um, it took me to finally step out of that. But once I did, it's once you see something and you can't unsee it anymore, that, like I said, that was it. It was either I was going to pivot or I was going to quit. And I ended up pivoting. <laughs> I love that though. I mean, you could have, you could have easily gone through that for years without even mm-hmm. realizing that you were heading down the wrong path and probably have a serious burnout. Like yeah. not recovering in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's crazy how it affects your relationships and stuff too. I mean, there was things going on in my marriage and with my kids. And of course, you know, the past year has been crazy as it was, right? (laughs) Without all of that. So all of that added on top of it, it was just, it's just such a different feeling living in that forced space than it is living in this space. And Mm -hmm. it's, and that's part of the knowing what your truth is too, right? Because the more you do, the more you go with what feels right to you and the more you go with what you think your truth is, the more you know what that feels like versus what like what being forced feels like, like my last launch. So right after I pivoted, I had it in my head. I was like, all right, I'm going to launch on this day. Right. And it was only five weeks away. It was five Probably weeks away from my Not favorite. too bad. It could have been worse. I mean, it could have been just a couple of weeks. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it was so it was five weeks away. And I was like, I don't have any audience for this new niche. Nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna set this date and I'm gonna roll with it anyway because there was something in me that knew I had to do it. Like I knew that no matter what happened with that launch, for some reason it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And I went through it and it was definitely, um, it was the easiest selling type, um, event, if you will, the easiest I had ever put my offer out there, Mm -hmm. right. Invited people to come work with me emotionally and mentally. I was just so beautifully detached 
from the results that I was able to show up in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even realize that that was what I had gotten from that launch until I was talking to another friend who's about to start a launch. She's like, you know, I, I put my link out there and, you know, people start registering, but then like, I'm not hitting this number and then I'm not hitting that number. And then I get stuck in my head and then like, I'm not showing up the same way. And then I'm like, should I do this? There was none of that, Mm -hmm. right? There was none of that. And I realize now that the reason that that launch had to happen was for me to know what it feels like to be that detached from the outcome so that I can now know when I'm getting back into my old stuff. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think just the whole detaching from result is something that people might find a little bit hard. And and it can be hard because you have so many overthinking thoughts that – gets in the way of that and um but you managed to do that because you are totally in alignment and you just going down the path that you always wanted to and there's nothing yeah you're just speaking from the heart and that's just who you want to be i guess yeah yeah and it's crazy how like how much like attachment can sneak up on you because we're all entrepreneurs we're all here because like we have a mission right we have something that we have on our hearts that we want to do a change that we want to make. So it's so easy to get attached when you're that passionate about something. And, you know, it was even through what I learned because that launch, I did not have anybody buy from that launch. And after I um, talked to one of my coaches about it and I was like, Oh, I just feel so good. (laughs) I was like, it was just, I was like, right. I was like, I felt so good with my offer and I showed up and like all of this was going on and what it ended up doing was one, it opened the doors to me getting one-on-one clients afterwards because they don't know, Mm -hmm. right. They didn't know that like I launched and nobody had joined. They just knew that I showed up and that, I was aligned with my message. Mm -hmm. And through that, I ended up work slowly started trickling in after. But so I'm super pregnant right now, right? I'm 37 (laughs) weeks pregnant. Really? Um, Yes. (laughs) And I was, yes, super close. And I was going to launch again before I had this baby. And I had a date in my mind and I was, I was, putting it together. And I, you know, I had the the page built out and I was doing the outlines and I was going through all the steps and it kept not feeling right. Mm -hmm. Like, because I knew what it felt like to be in alignment and to be detached, I knew that this didn't feel right. So finally, about two weeks before I was going to do it, because I was going to do it tomorrow, I, um, I pulled out. I was like, I'm going to postpone this until the baby comes and I know, you know, I have a more certain date. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where I had to just kind of trust that something good was going to come of me pulling out. The day after I pulled out, one of my mentors who is about to start this huge launch of his own reached out to me and was like, Hey, I've been wanting to reach out to you for a while, but I knew you were in the middle of a launch. I didn't want to bother you do you want to work with me on this? So now 
I get the income from that, Mm -hmm. but I'm also getting that experience working with a really high level coach in their own launch. So, right, right. It's just, it's crazy. And that's just the power of just, just doing the thing that seems like the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, people are launching a lot of times for the wrong reasons. You know, there's some kind of desperation there. They need the money. They need to do it before this. Just like you say, you know, you need to do this before you have the baby rather than just accepting that, you know, let's just wait with that. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what got out, got in the way of you feeling aligned is that you try to push it in before you had the baby. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I wasn't doing it on its own timing. I was doing it on some kind of forced timeline. Mm-hmm. And like you said, a lot of people, they do get into launching either for the wrong reasons or with the wrong energy. Yeah. It's like, it's not that the heart is in the wrong place by all means. That's not what we're saying here. It's just no doing for the wrong reasons at that specific time. At that time. Yeah. A million percent. Um, you know, either it's because a coach told you you have to launch it this often Mm. or because we got that in my old program too. Like (laughs) every six weeks you have to do a webinar or everything's going to fall apart. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, It's just a lot of, like I said, just really getting in tune with that higher self and having that self-awareness to know, like, is this right for me right now? And then trust that if you don't go through with that, something better is going to come through for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, So looking back now, do you feel like the first launch is something that you should have waited a little bit more with? Because maybe you didn't have enough audience or something like that? I, I don't. And what's crazy is I didn't when I was in it and I didn't after when nobody had joined and I hadn't even known the ripple effect it was going to have on my business yet. Mm -hmm. But I just, like I said, you know, there's these times and, you know, I feel like intuition is kind of like a buzz overused word right now but it's like there are those times where you get those nudges and you get those things and it's almost it's almost when you get those ideas and those feelings that feel like the craziest right those ones where like this will probably never work out Mm -hmm. those are usually the ones that end up the best Mm -hmm. so um yeah you know like I said it's just it's just really getting in touch with what's right for you. And I felt throughout that whole launch, like I was getting in touch with what was right for me. And like I said, now I know, now I know what it feels like to be detached. And there's some people who've been in business for years who still don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a major gift. And, but how do we, I mean, how do we teach people to get into that? I mean, it's one thing to know and gone through it and know what that feels like, but how do we teach other people to kind of get into that as well? I, I know partially how that feels. I'm not going to say that I'm 100% there yet, but I definitely have a feeling of how that could look like because it's getting there. But you, who you've been through, how would you teach that to people? Honestly, and you know, it always comes back to that, just that higher self-awareness, right? That deconditioning, Mm -hmm. that knowing when you're living from somebody else's story or when you're living from 
what somebody else is telling you to do. And honestly, a big part of it is just having somebody in your life, like the coach that I have, like the coach that I am to people that holds space for your higher self. That's going to see you when you're getting attached, when you don't even see it and be able to point that out because we're human, Mm. right? Like we deceive ourselves all the time. It is, it is what we are conditioned and wired to do. So for me, just being able to find the right mentors and staying close to them has been really the catalyst for so much of the shifts that have happened for me in my time in business and will continue to happen going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Man, um, I don't know where to continue, but you feel like this has been, I mean, obviously this has been a huge shift for you and how do you see yourself using everything that you kind of gone through to move to the future? You know, it's crazy that you asked that because I am, like I said, I feel like intuition can be a really big buzzword right now. But part of what I do is help people discover how their intuition works, like mm-hmm. how you brought up human design, right? Your intuition is going to work so differently than Absolutely. how mine does because of our defined centers mm-hmm. and whatnot. So right now, what I've realized is all of this has created space in my life to expand on that and even see in other people how their intuition works and and help train them on that. So where I'm moving now is even more into, I don't want to use the word woo-woo because I don't like that term. (laughs) I don't like that term. Where I'm moving now is way more into like, I'm leaning into the spiritual aspect of what I do a lot more just to help build upon everything else that I've learned. Cause I've learned that I am way more intuitive than I ever thought I was. And I've also learned that everybody is generally way more intuitive than they thought they were. Mm-hmm. So I'm having fun playing with that channeling messages for people and uh, yeah, just kind of getting ready for what's to come for the rest of the year. Once this baby comes <laughs> But I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, the spiritual side. I mean, a lot of people probably don't like it. But then again, I'm thinking, you know, what's the harm of just accepting it and just letting it come to you? Is it gonna, it's not going to hurt you in any kind of way. If it doesn't work, well, mm-hmm. it doesn't work for you. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But do you feel like, um, obviously, messaging is a huge part of both launching and just running your online business? And obviously your messaging changed a lot from going from health coach to the self-trust coach. Um, did you do anything specific for that messaging that you changed? Or is it just the message itself that changed for you and that you felt aligned with what you talked about or started talking about? So I am a big proponent of learning from doing, mm-hmm. right? Because we can spend so much time in our heads trying to figure out like, Am I getting the words right? Is this the right type of copy? Am I on the right platform? Am I doing the right thing? And for me, and this was another thing that was getting in my way, that was a story, was I was on Facebook because I felt like I needed to be on Facebook because Mm -hmm. that was where I had 
the most followers. That was where I had the most people. But Instagram was just calling my name. Like they had the reels and you get to be crazy and weird and do all this dance stuff. And I'm like, oh, this jives with everything with who I am. But I had like, I don't know, 90 followers Mm. at the time. I was like, I can't make this change if I do like, you know, I'm throwing everything away. Stories, stories, stories. And then I did. And it was honestly just through consistently talking about what I wanted to talk about in the way I wanted to talk about it, that my message almost, it like, it like snowballed, like it just like got this life of its own. And it wasn't something I was trying to analytically force Mm -hmm. anymore. It was just something that was just coming to life as I put myself out there. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel, I mean, messaging is something that people tend to overthink a little bit because they think they have to have it nailed down from the second they start a business pretty much. And that is so far from the truth because it will change and evolve just as you change and evolve. And it will, like you said, move into your messaging naturally once you kind of go through all the challenges, all the things that you need to go through. And suddenly it will just, it will just be there. And it's crazy how the universe will give you confirmation as you're doing it too. Because mm-hmm. when I did, when I shifted totally, I just announced one day, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Now I'm doing this. And then I just totally shifted my messaging. I had so many people, other entrepreneurs that I knew and friends just reaching out to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I love this. This is so good. Your energy's so right in this. And it was just this ongoing confirmation that I was on the right path. Mm-hmm. for me so yeah, it w- yeah it's definitely interesting how the universe reflects things back to you yeah exactly and like you said you know uh the shift in energy is also what kind of helps you it almost like it trumps messaging off for everything else when your energy is just in it and you just everything just blah <laughs> it just flows out yes. of you and you're just really excited and everything just yeah it's hard to explain you know, but when you're in it yeah. You feel so good that people start just absorbing that energy as well. Just like they would if your energy is off, obviously, and then you have low vibing energy. They're going to pick up on that as well. Yes, absolutely. You know, what's crazy is ever since that first coach that I've, I hired, every coach that I've worked with since then, no matter what part of my life it was in, right? Spiritual, business, personal, whatever. I never went to any of their launches. I just, they could have sold me anything, like Mm -hmm. just because our energy and that's, that's part of, you know, we worry so much about like how we word the offer and how we structure the launch and how we do it. These people could have been selling me magical socks and I would have done it. (laughs) I would have bought it. I would have been like, all right, if that's what's missing, that's what's missing because I just resonated with their energy Mm -hmm. so much that I knew I needed to get close to them. And I'm seeing now that a lot of the really successful mentors and coaches that I follow, they all kind of have that. It's it's their energy. Mm-hmm. It really is. It speaks so much louder than anything that we can analytically get down on paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see the same thing. I mean, well, it started with kind of James Wedmore, and then he has a lot of people around him who's in the same or has the same energy or doing kind of the same things. And it's just crazy how I've joined there, somebody else's course there and somebody else's course there. And it's just, 
yeah, it's like a snowball effect that I'm just following his people and just joining yeah. their courses. Yeah. And doing what feels aligned to you. I mm. mean, that is just the most, it, it's, it can be something that can be really hard to grasp, right? Cause it's not a physical thing. Yeah, It's not like, and it's very individual. Know, I mean, yes, you and I are probably not, yeah, we're not on the same page with everything, but Still, I feel like we are. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. It is very intuitive. I mean, even one of my coaches right now, she d- she does something similar to what I do, but we're still so different, mm-hmm. you know, and, and our energies and the way that we do it. And it even took me a little bit to, to align with her energy. Even, okay, so what started this whole journey was Jim Fortin, right? Mm-hmm. I heard him on James Wedmore's podcast, and that was what started this whole journey for me. Well, two weeks before that, I had gone to a free training with a coach that does literally what Jim does. I mean, she talked about, she talked about all the same stuff without the shamanism, right? Mm -hmm. She talked about everything else. And I was like, oh, this sounds so interesting, but not with you. Mm -hmm. And then literally, literally two weeks later, I didn't even know who Jim was. I heard him on James's podcast. He had his launch and I was in. Cause I just knew that he was meant to be my coach. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that when we're working out of alignment and when we're trying to force things, we kind of jip people on that opportunity, right. To like really see us yeah. and know that like, we're that person for them. Yeah. And we trip ourselves up because we start looking at, you know, our competition or people who are ahead of us and thinking, Oh, they're doing that. Well then, that means that I can't do it or they, people won't buy from me. They will buy from this more successful person. But that's obviously total BS because like you said, you know, you had this other person, but Jim was your guy. So you went with him. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, I channeled a message that I put up on Sunday and it was about that comparison game. Mm-hmm. And it was about how, if you're spending all your time looking at somebody else's path, you're never going to see yours. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to feel confusing. It's always, there's always going to be that, that voice on your shoulder that's telling you, you can't do it your way, right? This isn't going to work out. And that trickles into everything that you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's easy to just, yeah, you're being afraid of the judgment and what other might people think if they're, you know, following that person and they see you do the same thing. And then you're just like, oh, what if they see that? Oh, how are they going to think about that? But, uh, yeah, we just need to kind of put that aside and step into whatever role that is meant for us and just do whatever we're supposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if there's anything that else that you want to touch upon. Um, we got a little guest here. Go ahead. <laughs> it didn't work, did it? <laughs> no, I no, it didn't. I tried the bribery, but you know, at three, there's only so so much to listen to. <laughs> exactly, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like I said, is there anything else that you feel like we should touch upon that we haven't touched? Um, no, I feel like um, this has been a really great conversation, and and I definitely feel like I love all the points that you hit on and. You know, my only thing would be if anybody listened to this and they don't know what human design is, I highly encourage, highly encourage you explore that and not, this is a big caveat on human design, Mm. not taking it on as a label and letting it limit you Yeah, because there are 
you know, certain people and certain things in human design, will they'll be like, you're this type, so you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like for me, they're like, you're a projector, so you have to super niche. And I'm like, I'm just going to work with people who I feel good working with, <laughs> you know? So definitely use it as the tool that it is, but don't take it on as part of your identity. Yeah. And I, like mm-hmm. you did and I did just get a human design reading because it can both be time consuming to try to figure this out, but also trying to figure it out on your own can lead to maybe some misconceptions or misunderstandings, it, you know, in terms of how uh, your design is. And just getting mm-hmm. that reading will help you a lot more just to get really specific on things that you want to learn and learn more about yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, obviously, if people want to get in touch with you and learn a little bit more about your business, the self-trust coaching, and how can people reach out to you? Yeah. So I am on Instagram and Facebook under This Is Alexis Diamond. And right now I am offering one-on-one aligned business coaching calls um, between now and when I announce my next launch date. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if this is something where the message resonated, where the energy resonated, I just highly encourage just booking one of those and seeing what's possible. Yeah. Just uh, send Alexis a DM uh, on Instagram or something and uh, she'll hook you up with some links, obviously. And we'll mm-hmm. put some links in the show notes, obviously, as well. <laughs> and obviously, this is our cue to kind of run, wrap things up, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah. appreciate you coming on, sharing uh, your story and how you pivoted and how that changed everything for you. And especially, <laughs> especially how this worked out so perfectly for you. And I love that conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was, this was a good time. Absolutely. And thank you for everybody's listening in. And we'll talk again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.